0: hey friends don't forget to join what's it called again sign up now Uh, coming soon Forgetting keep forgetting. It's such a catchy name. I can't even remember it, but it's our email club.
1: Subscribe today, John. Subscribe Subscribe today.
0: today. Join Subscribe Today. You know it because it's on our homepage at 1620thezone.com, and it says Subscribe Today because we are now going to start taking recommendations for movie (gasps) club selections. However, you must be a member of Subscribe Today. To uh, be able to submit su- your suggestions. So go to 1620thezone.com, register today. It's absolutely free. I promise you, you will not get spammed. In fact, you will only get pertinent information like the ability to suggest movies to the email club. And we're going to have great prizes all Ooh. year. In fact, many of our great contests will have a component where being a member of Subscribe Today gives you distinct advantages and again it's absolutely free just go to 1620 thezonecom and subscribe Subscribe today today.
1: john real quick so the the listeners the friends of the grum they'll get to vote or or recommend movies are they taking place of nick moving forward is that a great idea oh my gosh this is great what what a great idea do you guys really think that people won't pick bad movies Well, I mean, we can, Nick, we can uh, take their suggestions and whittle it down to the correct, Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, so uh, we still have some control, but we do get people on occasion that like to recommend, hey, have you thought about this one? Have you thought about this one?
1: They ask, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? We're going to end up getting teeth and rubber as suggestions, and it's not going to be from me. Okay. We'll see about that, Nick.
0: Well, we'll find out. Yeah. One of the suggestions could be a movie that will be coming out later called "The New York Jets and the Aaron Rodgers Story." <laughs> yes, which this past it's season, it's of course, Jets, Jets, Jets. That spells Jets. It, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was certainly a season to remember or not remember. But now the Jets start to transition to what they hope to be an actual full season of Aaron Rodgers, but there was a recent story in The Athletic about the culture around this franchise and how it's still not in great shape. And it goes beyond just the fact that, well, we had Aaron Rodgers for four plays, then we didn't have him and (laughs) everything fell apart. But just some of the stuff that was being reported behind the scenes just seems to indicate that even if Aaron Rodgers had been healthy, it doesn't mean anything for the Jets, which is another reason why I, I felt confident enough in not thinking the Jets were necessarily going to be this instant Super Bowl contender because Aaron Rodgers, with himself, brings his own baggage. And this franchise has a number of pieces of rotten baggage sitting in its closet. And for example, uh, there was th- one of the things that was used to entice Rodgers to come to the Jets. Was the fact that they bent over backwards to bring in his hand-picked offensive coordinator and Nathaniel Hackett, who had just come off a disastrous Ooh. reign as the Broncos' head coach, that they brought in former teammates of his, and how this whole process was very collaborative? I thought there was this was an interesting anecdote from the Athletic story that said this, before the injuries started to happen along the offensive line, and this is going back to training camp, that the defense was constantly outplaying them in practice. And one coach who spoke anonymously said it was concerning how little urgency Hackett and his staff showed in trying to fix the problem saying he had never seen a team watch less practice tape in training camp than the Jets did with Hackett. Oops. So, so I mean, and this is the stuff coming from inside the yeah. organization. Yeah. There are a couple
1: of things stood out to me. So, I, I I think I liked the hiring of, of Sala back when he got the gig. You know, I mean certainly had a good run with the 49ers, really good defense. But John, this guy seems like perhaps one of the worst leaders that I can remember in an NFL head coach. I I, I have a couple of things saved um that that point to just a, a person that seems I don't know way too neurotic for this job uh this is this was uh diana russini and and zach rosenblatt by the way with the athletic behind closed doors the vibes weren't always positive especially when sala would see negative press reports he would often bring up how in his mind the giants didn't get as much negative coverage as the jets calling it unfair so i read that that was an early paragraph if i remember right in the story yeah and so my first my first thought is oof You know, you have a head coach that's worried about how he's being portrayed in the media. I would say, John, that it it gets worse from there. Uh, How about this one? In the days after an an, an, an embittered Sala conducted research, he wanted to see how teams led by the NFL's best coaches performed when playing without their star quarterback. He found that Bill Belichick, Mike McCarthy, John Harbaugh, Zach Taylor, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, and Sean McVay all had losing records in those situations, and that Mike Tomlin was the lone exception. That became Salah's battle cry as the Jets' loss piled up and criticism mounted. What do you expect? We lost Aaron Rodgers. So I imagine him in this moment, John, logging on to Wikipedia and going to various seasons that Mike McCarthy or Kyle Shanahan had without their starting quarterback. That sounds horrible. What maybe sounds even worse, though, is did he have one of his Jets employees start looking up the records of these guys? Did he get his analytics stats team on this? Uh, One more for you, and this is this is – Probably not surprising at all, just given how he has been portrayed in the story. Um, It it mentions something sent uh, Salah into a tailspin, an interview that Rodgers did and what he mentioned on the Pat McAfee show. Quote, the coach held a meeting with his staff two days later where he asked the leaker to reveal himself, according to multiple people in attendance. Quote, and this was Salah, if you come forward now, you won't get in trouble. He told them while threatening to take their cell phones. Staffers were bemused by Salah's obsession with the Wilson story and his reaction to it. I don't I don't like John when head coaches are thinking about all of these types of things instead of what is actually happening on the field. This seems like a guy totally obsessed with what is going on outside instead of inside.
0: If once you get to that point, it's lost. Yep. It truly is. And I know we often make fun of coaches sometimes who say, Oh, we don't pay attention to what's being written or said about us when they actually are. Yeah. Because everyone's human it's almost impossible to shut yourself out when you're in a high profile situation from whatever the public is saying about you. But the great ones know how to compartmentalize that and not turn it into an obsession. Yep. And this is, this is borderline obsession. When you're doing the whole um, gun amnesty thing you know how sometimes police departments or sheriff's departments would do the gun amnesty thing. Hey, if you've got an illegally registered remedy, you just bring it in and we won't ask you about where you got it and, and you can get rid of it with no guilt and no charges pressed. Same thing here. I mean, it's like, don't worry, I'm not gonna do anything, but I need to find out who the leaker is. No one, no one in their right mind is going to do that in this business where it is so easy to move on from people that you know you would eventually, there would be some kind of fallout from it. The the idea that this is what you're focused on at this point, yep, to me, indicates that it is lost. I don't see Robert Sala and the Jets recovering from this, even if they get Rodgers back next Agreed. year, even if it's, Fully healthy because these are the types of problems that have been plaguing this franchise, not just for this tenure, but for every tenure before it. And it really starts at the top. I mean, Woody Johnson's—he he basically is a star chaser. He did—he did—you know—he did it with Brett Favre. He did it with Aaron Rodgers, and that was a big reason why I wasn't convinced that this marriage was going to necessarily work. Rodgers is a great quarterback, and he probably still has some really good football left in him but he brings with it his own weird idiosyncrasies that can sometimes create friction in a locker room, in a locker room that already has small fires and burning embers all over the place. And so it's not a healthy situation. And now you have, you know, I mean, this story itself, this story itself, being able to go behind the scenes and get all of these anonymous quotes, Robert Sala doesn't have one leaker in the organization. He has many leakers I know. in the organization. That everyone is willing to sell out and talk about this is, is really a sign that no one has any faith or confidence Bingo. in what's being done at the top.
1: Yeah, John, it never ceases to amaze me when we read stories where it's like the leader said – you know, I need to find out who the leaker is, according to multiple people who are in the room. And it's like, wow, that, that he has to have a conversation like this and that still nobody respects him enough that they're going to keep it inside those walls. I think it, it was going to take a certain type of head coach to navigate the Aaron Rodgers waters. You know, it has this story or this uh, anecdote towards the very end of the piece about his, uh, he has the, you know, the scooter that he would ride around on, Aaron Rodgers that is. And on the back there was a fake... New Jersey license plate with two words and the two words were watch me. And so, you know, you're getting a very specific type of person in Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. It is going to take a very certain type of head coach who can handle those waters, who can deal with all of that stuff. And, and you're right. Even if he would have been healthy, it certainly does not seem like Robert Sala is the guy that can lead lead them through this. He seems, you know, John, by the end of this story, I come away thinking, this is a guy who is best at being a coordinator. You know, he is someone who is best when he is not leading the entire organization, when he is not worried about every little thing that is happening. It just seems like this is not the type of job him and you know he'll probably get fired after next season or hell in the middle of the season and, and the Jets will move on and, and they'll continue to chase you know these types of stars and these types of you know weird coaches
0: oh I, I guarantee you of, of the coaches that'll be starting the season on the hot seat he's at the top if Ooh. not very very close yeah and he is I mean there there is already talk that Nathaniel Hackett Is going to have some of his power stripped from him as a play caller, and they're going to try to do a more collaborative approach. Well, remember, everything's getting funneled through Aaron Rodgers, and whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, it seems like Aaron Rodgers gets when it comes to this organization. So, I, I again, it'll probably be a very popular refrain that oh, the Jets will have Rodgers now, now everything's going to be fine. Still not convinced, friends, because there are a lot of other issues out there. And they're making their way known now uh, as we head into the offseason.
1: Not great, John. Not great. It's a really interesting story. I highly recommend seeing it. Like, it's yeah. funny. I, I had a Packers friend reach out to me today. Like, hey, have you read that story? I'm in it for the schadenfreude. And yeah, so if you're a, if you're a Packers fan, that's super happy not to have Rodgers. If, certainly if you hate the Jets. Um, or if you're just interested in weird behind the scenes of an organization that seems like a tire fire. I think that this has something for pretty much everybody. I, I, feel, I feel bad for the, for the Jets fan that we know in our life. John, and that is Mike Sauter, our dear friend of the Grum, Mike Sautter. Uh Sorry, Mike, this is rough.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and, and it, it shows with the Packers and the kind of season that they had this year, the yeah. strength of a solid foundation and yep. solid management and solid ownership. It, it, when you have that, then, yes, you can overcome things like losing a franchise quarterback because – You've got a good foundation to build from, and all you need to do, yeah, it's not easy to go find an, another franchise quarterback, but the Packers think, at least in the moment, they might have someone that fits. Yep. Me- meanwhile, the Jets have a franchise quarterback, but they really don't have much of anything else in terms of stability.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: Coming up, we've got content, a lot of audio today. Ooh, in content, including uh, Kevin Harlan may get us flagged. What? Larry David audio. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah, and a question regarding the goat Eli Manning. Mm. That and yes, coming up in what's for dinner, the Popeyes cult strikes again. Oh, such good food! On sixteen twenty, the zone.